Hello guys, I am Ricardo de la Blanca. During the last 20 years, I've been working in different parts of the world where I met very interesting people. People who accomplish what seems impossible. People who make mistakes. Fun and passionate people. People from whom we are going to learn what no school or university can teach. We're going to learn from leaders. My lovely Elsie, I'm so, so happy that you accept to be in this kind of course. For the people that don't know, Elsie is the international secretary of the Lebanese Force Party, that is the biggest Christian party in the Lebanon, but also in the professional side, she's an engineer and she's the head of one big Italian company called RINA. So, um, Elsie, as I mentioned before this call, um, the idea of these conversations is to show the people that are listening that um, in life there are always challenges, there are always tough moments, but the important thing is how we face these uh, problems and how we transform this situation in opportunities. I know that we are living a crazy time uh, with this pandemic that is, you know, uh, making crazy the whole world because in every single corner we have this situation. But I believe that uh, it still can be seen like an opportunity, like a moment where we can reinvent ourselves, where we can even rethink what we are doing and, um, you know, change our life. So thank you again, Elsie. Uh, and it's, it's funny, I was asking her before the call where we met. Uh, and the reality is the first time we, we, we met was in South Korea in an event for IDU. And, and so fantastic. We have been in many beautiful places. I think that you also have been in, in uh, Sri Lanka, the time that we were in Sri Lanka. Oh. My God, what was amazing. Yes, yes, you know, no. Beating the other city with the helicopter of the war. So it's a beautiful experience. So, but Elsie, yeah. thank, you, thank you for being here. And please, tell us your story. So, hello, Ricardo. Good to see you again, even if it's online. And uh, happy to, to be with you on this uh, nice program. Well, actually, I'm Lebanese, so I come from this small country on the eastern shore of the Mediterranean. It's very, snow, it's very small, though um, many problems inside this country and many culture and civilization. This is why um, I, I can say we have a um, little bit of complicated uh, active life here in Lebanon, where I studied uh, at school. Also here, I studied university. I did my engineering um, bachelor in civil engineering. While I was at university, I also joined my political party, the Lebanese Forces Party, and I started my political work. Um, in fact, uh, our childhood in Lebanon was not easy, and it was not a calm childhood because we were uh, having a civil war uh, in the uh, late 70s and in the 80s. So um, some years uh, we had civil wars inside Lebanon, and other years we have uh, occupation from Syria. For example, uh, the years of university, we were under Syrian occupation. My political work was... Um, but, but, but wait, wait, Elsie, so uh, and how was life during this day? How you did for keep studying? The university is closed or, or how was it? Uh, when when uh, the civil war happened, I was uh, very young. I was almost in school. So our childhood, we remember a lot of shelters, you know, escaping from a place to another. Uh, very hard days because it has lasted for uh, some uh, some years. 
And um, yeah, though we, we, we have graduated from school and we went to, to university, so since I think the 1994 until 2005, uh, between school and universities, we were under Syrian occupation of the country. And when you say Syrian occupation, means authoritarian regime. Means when you say, when you see now Bashar Assad killing his people in Syria, they used to do it with us in, Le in Lebanon. So um, in these years of university, we were struggling against uh, dictatorship. dictatorship. It was not uh, uh, easy, it was dangerous. And uh, back then I was head of my uh, student uh, organization at the University for the Lebanese Forces Party. And uh, back then you are dealing with, you know, the uh, pro-Syrian intelligence uh, uh, of the Lebanese government and uh, they were always behind you, they were always following you, they were always asking you to stop politics, not to do this, not to do that. They were always arresting you, asking you to sign papers committing that you will not work politics anymore. Um, it, it, it was not an easy childhood, though uh, it has affected a lot our personality and uh, uh, I'm really thankful for uh, such experience I had in my life because it affected a lot uh, uh, my, uh, my my personality. Oh, yes, it's, it's, it's incredible that you, uh, as a lady, you know, as a woman, you know, in, in this crazy situation, because this is not a joke. This is not the pandemic uh, situation that is super normal. So this is real, you know, mess. And and still, and, and, and you were not just able to keep your career, but also fight for freedom. So this is something that I want people to understand and to see. Yeah, actually, if you speak about um, our childhood during war, for example, I don't have memories that I have ever played with a puppet, a doll. No. For example, we, we used to do checkpoints. Yeah, when we were children, we used to do checkpoints between neighbors. So uh, our childhood is a little bit different from any normal childhood. First, because of war. Second, because it's a Middle Eastern culture. When you have a Middle Eastern culture, it's more conservative. Uh, there is violence. So, uh, um, uh, you have to learn, and you are a woman, so you have to learn how to overcome all these limitations. So you have to learn when to speak, to really look powerful, and you are not afraid from them. You have to learn when to negotiate with them, how you have to hit the table and say what you want. So this is because you live in a Middle Eastern society. You're not, for example, in a European society where freedom is already there and liberalism is already there. No, you have to fight here for your rights. It's something a little bit different and more, uh, let's say, severe. Wow, incredible, incredible. Okay, uh, and so, then uh, and yeah. when you finish the university, uh, at what age, uh, what age you start the university? Uh, I started university at, uh, at 17, 18. I studied civil engineering. I lived um, uh, in, uh, in a city a little bit far from home. Uh, my experience at university uh, was also because there I started my political life and. Uh, the head of all the Lebanese uh, Koshe uh, students was kidnapped and killed. Uh, he was in our, our dorms, he left, he was kidnapped by the pro-Syrian regime for one, two weeks, and then we found it in the box of the car, killed. So this is how we did politics in Lebanon. Wow. And um, we were always organizing protests and manifestations. And the thing is that you are doing civil engineering. So you have in the sector of engineering 1,000 students, so you can understand being a woman among 990 men and at the same time you are the head of the Lebanese forces set. so they are all men 
So this is by itself a very nice experience for me back then. And um, that's it. We uh, we we had. Uh, uh, I, I have finished my uh, university. I have graduated, and then I continued my work uh, on the political level with the engineers during the university. Uh, our party leader was already a political detainee because we were under the Syrian occupation and we were fighting against them. And um, uh, just when I finished university, he was freed and the political party started again to launch its democratic life. So I had also the chance uh, to experience how to put the internal bylaws of the party, how to renew them, how to make the new structure, the new organization. And then I, I was the first and only woman at the Lebanese Forces Youth Association. Wow. Uh, yeah, I was first the treasurer, and then I worked with the International Committee, and then I became the International Security uh, Secretary. Uh, it's a work that I did it by myself, in the sense that uh, we opened all the network to the party. Uh, I, repre I represented the party in many uh, trips and many events, with, of course, other group of people working with us. Um, we have managed to make a very large network uh, from Europeans and also Americans and other uh, countries uh, to know the Lebanese Forces Party. Now, at the same time, all this work I have done is on the volunteer basis. That would surprise you because I was also carrying in parallel my professional life. So as far as um, uh, I was all the time, let's say, progressing in my political life, but at the same time I was working and I was also progressing in my professional life as a civil engineer. I worked here in Lebanon on local projects. On, um, I worked with the, with the World Bank on uh, rehabilitation of cities under UNESCO heritage. And then lately, some years ago, four years ago, I um, managed to open an office for a global Italian uh, uh, company, engineering company here in Lebanon. And now I am heading for them the office. Fantastic. So I, I have two parallel lives. But, but, but you know what? I love um, uh, this situation because yesterday I was having a, an, an interview with another friend, Margaret, and Margaret yeah. is, a, is, a, is a woman that now is running for the Congress in the United States, and uh, is as well as you, by the way, is, a, is an entrepreneur in the field of uh, construction, and, um, and, and I really like, I really like to see that more entrepreneurs, more professional people are jumping in the political arena. I really believe in the power of entrepreneurs in terms of managing, in terms of, you know, making the, ber the better use of resource. And uh, I believe it's something that the world needs. Not just women also in, in, in jumping in the field that is 100%. So in these days that we are fighting a bit against the, that, that uh, black life matter and women. So for me, it's so clear that of course they matter. So it's exactly the same. So we are all the same. So I believe it's time to move forward from these uh, speeches and start seeing more people like you, women, professional, jumping in a field that in the past was just for men and politicians. I, I, I like, I'm not saying anything bad about politicians, but I believe, in, and even in your career as an engineer, so an engineer is building. You need to do numbers. You need to have, you know, it's two plus two is four. It's not in politicians, it's two plus two could be whatever. No, no, it's more because in real life, in real life, you need to, to manage real money because there is a budget. 
So having a person that understands about how to build projects, how to manage resource, for sure is going to be better as a leader than having someone that is just a humanistic and is just thinking about, a, you know, very open thoughts. I really believe in the power, again, of people that know how to build things jumping in politics. Yeah, I, I can tell you that um, in every sector, if it's professional, whether professional or political, there is something which affected my personality and I learned something from it. For example, engineering is more scientific. It's the way of how to reason, how, 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 how to, uh, to calculate, how to conclude things, uh, which I also applied in politics. Um, uh, also, for example, being in a professional company, uh, working in a professional company under international standards like ISO management, like uh, 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 many things related to uh, uh, management, you can also apply them on your 100%. party because at the end you are managing a lot of people at the party. You know, so the party is like a big association, of course, with other principles and other targets and other values. So it's a mixture of two. Uh, you take here the things you like and you take here the things that the like and this is how you bring your personality and your experience. Oh. Um, I can tell you that, for example, uh, negotiation, I, I, I learned it more in engineering. It, for example, when you let men talk and you listen to them, you know, and you give them compliments. <laughs> and for example, um, you have always to be prepared uh, to, 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 you have also to learn how to speak up. So you have to be bold and assertive. All these are, I, I learned how to manage your time, uh, to do the right thing with proper time management. This is all I learned from the management of my company or, or of the engineering work where I did. I love it. I'm, I'm thinking, uh, Elsie, to really create, I'm going to start in the U.S., to create kind of a, a school of leaders because I think there is a space to, to build this new generation of, I call them political entrepreneurs. There are people that want to, because an entrepreneur in some way is trying to, to do something from scratch or is trying to, you know, to build something. The mentality is a little bit different. And, and I really believe in it, these kind of people that do something disruptive in this field, in the, in the politics, and bring technology, bring transparency, bring more efficient a way to do the thing. So it's something that I have in mind. Uh, and the more I, I speak with people like you, and look, I, di I didn't know that you were an engineer and you were working in, in, in a huge company, in a huge multinational. And, and this makes a lot of sense. So I think... Something, something very nice. So I need to, I need to jump now to the questions. Okay. I know that you're a woman, but you, you need to tell me, how old are you? <laughs> I'm 40. How old are you? I don't know how old are you. 48, 48, 48. Well, you don't look. Okay. <laughs> you neither. Okay. The, what is the first time, Elsie, that you make $1? So you make the first penny, you know, in your life? What age? When I was at university, say, uh, the summer when I was 18 years old, I worked in event organization, uh, organizing events. So it was my first money. I used to work in the summer and I used to study in the winter. Okay, okay, got it. At, at, at 18 was the first time. Okay. Yeah. Um, I continued working every summer since the age of 18. I continued working every summer. 
until I finished the university and I started my uh, job, uh, the first step of the ladder of civil engineering and I worked hard and I worked hard and I crossed right. it until I established, um, my, of course, my office, but it's not my target. I, I want to establish other offices worldwide also. Got it. Okay. Uh, what is the biggest success that you have in life, Elsie? If you have to mention one thing that is the biggest success so far. What, what? It should be an event. No, no, no. The biggest success. What is it in your life? The biggest success in your life? I think my political experience is a very good success. With the, all the network I did for the party, it's a very good success because I did it from a personal initiative. Okay, got it. Uh, and what is the biggest failure that you have in life? Something that you regret or that you learn from? You, you, I don't, don't you don't remember none. I okay, don't okay. I don't look behind. Okay, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, it's okay, it's okay. Okay, what is the best, the best advice someone gave you? The best advice? The best advice, there are many. I think there are many. The best advice would be, don't, not, not, don't complain. Just be patient and wait until the, the things calm and then decide. I like it. I like it a lot. Um, and and there is something, but in French. I, I, I have to say it. Do you understand French? Well, what? Say it again. There is a saying that I have been told about it that I also like it, but it's in French. Ah, okay, okay. If I say it, do you understand it? No, in French or in Italian. You know that we both speak Italian, but not French. Yeah. So it says la vengeance um, et un plat qui se mange à froid. Uh, what does it mean? Bon, la vengeance, I can, uh, um, what is la vengeance? La vengeance, when someone harm you, harm you and then you want to return it, I can tell you. Hmm? Vengeance. So it'd be revenge. So revenge is a course, a, a dish that can be eaten cold. Means that if you have to, uh, uh, you have to wait, you have to think, and then you have to ask. Yeah, yes, I, 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 I hear that in, in, in English and in, and in other languages, it's true. Uh, okay, what is the, uh, do you have someone that is an inspiration for you, a legend in your life? No, not one, many. You know, I, we have here a pluralistic uh, uh, civilization, and uh, I, I travel a lot, I see many civilizations. I try to take from every, uh, think something that I like. This is why I how I build my myself. Okay, got it. It's not one. Got it. Do you do you do how many days exercise uh, during the week? How many what? How many days you do exercise during the week? Well, you mean before Corona or after Corona? No, after Corona because in Corona everything could be crazy. So let's let's say after. In Corona, I lost five kilos already. Good, good. <laughs> so, and I, I, before Corona, I was not doing exercise. I was doing only two hours per week. But since the, the, um, uh, the Corona started, I, I'm doing every day, one hour, one hour and a half. But and I intend to continue. But it's something that, that, that I like. So uh, we can, even in this crazy time, there is something good that we can take from, from, from this crazy time. Many, many. Do you know what, what, what did I do with the Corona? 
the thing is that even before the corona, uh, some uh, massive protests started in Lebanon since October, and uh, you know the economy has collapsed and the country went bankrupt. So the corona doesn't really uh, made us. So this is computer. So the corona didn't really uh, uh, affect us as much as the bankruptcy that happened in the country. Uh, and then I decided uh, to benefit from the time because uh, we have all these problems. So I enrolled for a master's in energy oil and gas. You know, energy is geopolitical and it's something interesting for me. So I said to myself, okay, I see. Nice. So I, I manage my time if it's like I'm in work, even though I was staying home. So I wake up, I study in the morning some German. Yeah, I continue my German lessons. Oh my God. <laughs> then I have to do four hours for my master's. Then I have to do one hour sports. And then I can do whatever you want, speak to the family, see friends, watch TV. Netflix, no Netflix, no Netflix at all. But, Not but, even one movie. But, but, you, but, you know, but you know what else? It is something that all the leaders have in common. Always keep learning and always keep looking for improve themselves. So is, is education... There's, is, there's, a French, what? there's a French saying. I can translate it. There is a French saying, you know, we, 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 in Lebanon, we are a francophone country, so we studied everything in French. Our first language is French. This okay. is why everything we know is in French. Sorry. But then this French saying uh, is, je dormirai moins net ce soir. So I will sleep less ignorant tonight. So every night you have to say to yourself, what did I learn? So I sleep less ignorant tonight. I love it. I, I, in, in fact, in the, in the quotes, I always take one of the best. And, and this one, I, I love it. Probably I'm going to put it in the web page apart because this phrase is very nice. Okay. Um, do, you, do you eat healthy? Yes, of course. Okay. I have cholesterol. I wanted to, to remove it without any medicine because the medicines for cholesterol are long-life medicines. So I managed to do the diet and do the sport and remove it without any medicine. Super. And I have to keep on the medicine. And at what time you wake up, uh, you would go to bed? What time you go to bed? This is for me, you know. Uh, <laughs> I am against alarm. If I put an alarm, I don't sleep. I woke up always before it <laughs> starts ringing. So no alarm. And I wake up when I wake up. Okay, you don't have a time. But more or less, more or less. What, what I time? wake up when I wake up. <laughs> no, <Okay>. I... <laughs> I, I have to sleep seven, eight hours, otherwise I have migraine. So uh, I wake up something like seven, eight. Okay, okay, okay. But I'm... no alarm, no alarm. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> okay, uh, if you need to give us a book that you recommend, what would be? Just one. I can understand yeah. there are many. There are many books that you like it, but if you need to... Ah, there is one. Just one. There's one who reflects the Lebanese culture and what's happening in the world. Guess what is it? It is the clash of civilization. Mm. Do you know it? No, no, you know. So it's a book, uh, now, now uh, uh, it's a second edition. It's the clash of the civilization, I think, and the, remaining, uh, and the remaking of the world order. It is an American political science called Samuel Huntington, and he speaks about the many uh, different civilizations in the world and how they can interact and live. And uh, basically, they speak after the end of the Cold War, and then uh, he comes to say that every civilization has its culture and has its religion, uh, how much they can differ. 
and uh, uh, how the history has moved with civilizations. It's all about civilizations. Say the game, the name of the book again, slowly. Clash. It is the clash of civilizations. Okay, got it. By Samuel Huntington. It's an American political science, okay. and um, you know he speaks about Islamic extremism. He speaks about those issues in the 80s, not now. Okay, got it, got it. Okay, and the last, the last point, Elsie, is that you need to give us an advice. What is the advice that you said, and with this qu question we finished, what is the advice that you said to the people that are listening and living in this crazy moment? The first thing I would say that um, have to be patient, have to be very much patient, and they should have no fear, and they should be highly concentrated on all that they do, and uh, they shouldn't always complain, even if the corona is here. It's a good chance to stay with family, to uh, think about yourself, to prepare for the next phases. We were living in a kawo, really. We were living in a kawo. Everything was, uh, every day, uh, you are doing uh, hundreds of things, and suddenly everything stops. We have breathe, and we have to come back to normal, and it's a good chance to stay, to prepare, uh, to take care of ourselves, to take care of, of, our, of, of our families, of our surroundings, and uh, until we launch everything again. Absolutely true. Elsie, thank you, thank you very much for this call. I love you, I hope to see you soon around the world at any point. Uh, see you soon, okay, thank you again. See you. Take care. Thank you, bye-bye.